From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, December 16th. I'm Sarah Wright. Supervisors Carrie Brown and John McCowan were honored at their last Board of Supervisors meeting yesterday with Senator Mike McGuire and Assemblyman Jim Wood sharing a retrospective of their accomplishments. Public Health Officer Dr. Andrew Corrin disclosed new school guidance loosening restrictions on cohorts, which Ukiah Unified School District Superintendent Deb Cuban said will allow schools to open to in-person instruction for one period per day. That guidance can be acted upon four weeks after the county re-enters the red tier, as per regulations put out by the state. Right now, Mendocino County is firmly in the purple tier, surpassing 2,000 known cases earlier this week, according to the county's dashboard. All the residents of Building Bridges, the homeless shelter in Ukiah, are in hotel rooms as Redwood Community Services cleans the premises after an outbreak that led to a quarantine. COVID vaccines are likely to arrive in Mendocino County this week, but Corrin advised the board to look into establishing a mass casualty plan because he expects the next few months to be the worst yet. Nash Gonzalez, who's heading up the vaccine distribution, reported that the county expects to receive 975 doses of the Pfizer vaccine this week though next week's distribution has come into question. During his update, Corrin was careful to mitigate any euphoria over the arrival of the vaccine, saying that it may not stave off the illness completely but could just decrease the severity. And it's still not known if vaccinated people could continue to spread the virus. Corrin also provided a glimpse into interpreting data and the fragility of the region's readiness to handle a surge. 29% of our ICU beds in Northern California are available. And it's because Mendocino has a 37% ICU bed availability. But here's the problem. Our 37% is five beds. The county has 16 ICU beds among its three hospitals, though with proper staffing, its leadership says it can bring that number up to 45. But local hospitals, which frequently send patients elsewhere for intensive treatment, could become a destination for patients from areas that have used up their ICU capacity. This led to Corrin's grimmest warning of the day. I am usually an optimistic guy, but looking at where we are now and where the counties to the south of us are, all of our efforts so far seem too little and too late. The state acknowledges we'll probably trigger a stay-at-home due to ICU uh, bed availability in a couple of weeks here in Northern California, but that's not counting the sooner onslaught of transfers we're going to get from out of county. The state could shut us all down. They could even do it with the National Guard, but it seems unlikely for economic and political reasons. So to respond to our current situation, I've asked and we've discussed looking into the availability of mortuary resources and also to look into the mass casualty plans with an eye to possibly using the fairgrounds or some other place for a medical tent to mitigate possible disaster that lies ahead. Still, almost all of the 35 letters attached to the agenda item about the COVID update were from people explaining that they're in dire need of the indoor swimming pool at the Ukiah Valley Athletic Club. People wrote that they're elderly, recovering from surgeries, suffering from arthritis, and are unable to benefit from other forms of exercise. Their doctors wrote them notes that allowed them to use the indoor pool, but those notes are no longer valid. Let me try and answer the question about the gyms and the indoor pools as best as I can. I'm personally familiar with two of the athletic clubs in town, and I'm very impressed by the modifications that they have made and they've tried to make. We don't have a way to measure airflow and those sorts of things. I think they've come a long way in trying to make their facilities safe for their clients. We can't allow 
uh, more than what the state allows us to, to, uh, to do. If we do, we risk all of the funds that are going to help all the rest of our citizens. So although I could write an order that says it's cool for people to go to the gym, use the, the indoor uh, pools, I can't do that without risking the budget that we have for the county. That's just reality. Supervisor Ted Williams has often joined McCowan in advocating for writing letters to the state, asking for its justification in imposing lockdown measures. In August, he and Supervisor John Haschak penned a letter to the governor asking for region-specific restrictions, highlighting the personal care sector. He chafed under rules that allowed big box stores to stay open because they sell food in addition to everything else, but curtailed small business activity as non-essential. But yesterday, he offered a reflection on the board's position as attempts to assuage the health care disaster lead to economic ruin. It seems to me that we're pushing um, our public health officer to loosen up and, you know, give more latitude to businesses. And you've heard that uh, there isn't any enforcement against these private gatherings and there won't be. And then at the same time, we're trying to hold them responsible if we can't handle the surge of cases that are likely to come. If we get too many cases, too many hospitalizations, we're going to look at public health and ask, why didn't you do anything that saw this coming? And if, he, if public health tries to do something proactive, we say, hey, you're putting restrictions in place. We don't want restrictions. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not clear what a public health officer can do with this mix of messages coming from the board. Dr. Noemi Dewan, who's serving public health in a consultant capacity, offered a glimmer of optimism in response to remarks from McCowan about state surge facilities, regulations in other parts of the state, and how initial estimates of an overwhelmed health care system have not been borne out. What you said is we would have this many cases and this many deaths and this many emergency department visits over the course of a year unless we slowed the spread and we flattened the curve, which we did. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.